0: Welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case, and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Kyle, and yourself. I'm doing great. I was going to say copacetic, but I know how you feel about that (laughs) word, so I just skipped (laughs) over it. I feel like copacetic is a great word. It's It's just that you're the only one I ever hear use it. But uh it works for you. It so does. don't don't refrain okay. on my account. You use that word. But I am doing well and I am copacetic, so Good, good. What does copacetic mean? It means everything is well and good. Oh well, okay. So now I know what it means. Um I'm glad it's <laughs> <that> your copacetic. <laughs> Choke me up a little bit there, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I know. It can get a little emotional. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, new year, new resolutions, we're working on things. We've got a new uh, health and wellness program that we're working on at our office. Yes, we are. Uh, I think it's worth noting that right now Jeff is winning. No, actually Jan is. Oh, so you've got some competition. Jan has laid. She set a resolution. She's to, throwing the gauntlet down. Not skip a day. I skip Sundays. I give myself a day of rest okay. on Sunday. But she does Sundays. So keeps on going. She's actually forty points ahead of me because we've had two Sundays so far. So we have a little uh, health and wellness program that we do at work that is point based and it's based on activity as well as diet. And um, there's some some standards that we're trying to achieve and, yep. and work together. And, of course, we build a few incentives into Some outlandish it things like planking and <laughs> outlandish things for two minutes to get a point. Yeah, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's 100 points if you can do it for two minutes. Yeah, but it's still not but worth that, it. But that's only like three days of exercise <laughs> and eating right. So yeah. you're right. It, it, it may not be worth it. But uh, at the at the end of the year, because we're hoping that this will be a year long sure. endeavor. Sure, well, it all is. Of I mean, it's, it's scheduled for the full year. Yeah. So. so there, like I said, there are some incentives and uh, things that that we're working on as a staff because we want to be the best that we can be. Well, it's kind of um, hypocritical to promote a healthy lifestyle but not try to live one yourself. Exactly. Right. And uh, we all have our challenges, oh, yeah. and we're all at different levels, and we're all starting at different places. Certainly. But um, I, I like. I like being involved in this. It's fun. The little the competition sure. aspect of it is kind of fun as well. But the overall approach and health and wellness, I think, is something that is worthwhile and something you know that uh, is is easy to do and something that yeah. uh, anybody could consider. Really, all we're doing is just in a spreadsheet tracking how much activity we're doing right. and if we meet our our minimum standards and for nutrition, a, uh, for nutrition, um, which for us is pretty manageable. Oh, yeah, we're just, just basic. For a, a couple of fruits, a couple of vegetables. Each day, um, so. Get enough water. Yeah. Uh, so, so, real basic stuff and simple stuff that, that we think will make a difference for us. And, and yeah. again, it's something that anybody could apply. Even though we're partway through January, you could still jump into sure, it and get started sure. for a new year. And it's, it's shocking that we would have people at a sporting event that are competitive. <laughs> well, it, it is shocking, right? In an ironic way, so. Yeah. Well, today, Jeff, uh, we're very pleased to have as our guest Mr. Brad Stapley, who is the owner of Stapley Pharmacy. Uh, looking forward to visit with him about some really important things uh, in the pharmacy world and, uh, you know, how to take better care of ourselves from that standpoint. So, Brad, thank you for joining us today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to be here.
0: So are you guys at Stapley Pharmacy doing any kind of... Uh, health and wellness program that's getting people going
1: uh we're all we're always interested in diets and weight loss uh, sure we tried to do one today or this month with the chamber of commerce okay and i'm the one that fell off the bandwagon on that one <laughs> and didn't make it to the intermountain uh, uh the clinic to get, yeah, to get the bod pod and all that going so um yeah i'm the one that fell off that one
0: well i'll bet you that they'll reschedule you they probably would. If you absolutely. want to. Yeah, they probably will. <laughs> see one of our staff went there today to to do his pod pod. So yeah, and mo- most most everyone of the on the staff has has done it and uh it's just a a baseline to figure out where you're at and see where you want to go. So
1: Sure, I would love to know my my uh my minimum metabolization or my minimum calorie right, intake yeah. so I can eat enough cheeseburgers to f- just to f- be below to, to be just below, to just below. it to fit right within those numbers. A man
0: after my own heart. <laughs> just below. <laughs> absolutely. And
1: still lose weight.
0: Absolutely. Well, Brad, let's just jump right into it. Uh, you know, we, we hear so much in the news about uh, pharmaceuticals from, from both the, the life-saving and the good things that happen from it, as well as some of the challenges. And, you know, we, we hear about the opioid epidemic and some of the, you know, the negative and the challenges that are going on in the world. Um, you, of course, are interacting with the public and dealing with those types of things on a on a daily basis. But when it comes right down to it, we all have a medicine cabinet. Right. What is supposed to be in that medicine cabinet? What are the things that we're, that we're, that we're gonna find when we, uh, when we get in there or that we should find well, when we get in there,
1: there? Yeah, there's differences. There's what you should find and what and you do what we find, have. right? Yeah. yeah. So, so first off, everybody should have an anti inflammatory. Everybody should have a pain reliever. So Tylenol, ibuprofen, things like that. I try to use generic names because there could be seven items on the shelf, and they all have the same ingredients. The exact same ingredients. Yeah, mm-hmm. et cetera. And Tylenol, Tylenol and, PM, all are the same. And
0: at five different price points.
1: Correct, <laughs> correct. All five different price points, and chances are they're probably all made in the same uh, warehouse, same manufacturing plant, in and they Taiwan. slap a different sticker on it. <laughs> no, not in Taiwan, unless it's FDA approved. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but but they just they just label it differently and sell it for a different price. So generics are every bit as good as brands.
0: So I think that's an important message because uh, a lot of times um, – there's some misunderstanding about that, but but you're saying that in in every case or in most cases, generics are just the same thing.
1: Yeah, a lot of the generics are made the same way, the same specs, the same every uh, requirement that a brand has to go through. The generics would go through the same the same protocol for for uh, in order for it to dissolve to get into a solution, so it can get absorbed into your body. It has to go through that mechanism.
0: So you're, so you're perfectly fine to go generic.
1: I am absolutely perfectly fine to go generic. Awesome. Absolutely.
0: So I want to back up one step when you talk about we need to have an anti-inflammatory. So um, why? why? Why does everybody need to have one in their medicine cabinet?
1: Well, an anti-inflammatory does a couple of things. One of them is it reduces the inflammation from, from a workout, right? We're talking yeah. about a workout. Um, but it also can help if you're having an event, um, say aspirin, is categorized as a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. You should have aspirin there with the ibuprofen in case you had a chest pain or you okay. had a cardiac event. You could chew two of those up immediately and get your way to the hospital or to the emergency room. Okay. So they're important to have not only for periodic daily use, but for emergency situations too.
0: Are there any... Um Negative side effects that you get from these yeah. anti inflammatories. I hear there's hard on your stomach yeah, sometimes. Yeah, very hard on your stomach. Yeah. yeah, they
1: block an enzyme that protects your stomach. And so you always want to take them with food. Okay. Uh, you always want to have something to drink so that there's something, there's something in your belly to absorb that medicine before it hits the wall of your stomach. Very okay. important.
0: Good advice. Okay, awesome. So that's number one an anti inflammatory. We all should have an anti inflammatory in our medicine and cabinet. And may I just say check? Check. You've got it. We've check. got it. Got okay, it. awesome. Number
1: two, uh, you need something for Harper. You need something like an antacid or an okay. acid preventer. So there's many on the shelves right now. There's, a, there's Tums, which is an antacid. So when you have the acid, you can take it. There's Pepto-Bismol. That would be fine, too. The, the ones that everybody gets confused with are Prilosec, Nexium, right. uh, things like that, Pepcid. Those are acid preventers. So there is a difference between... So, yeah, they will prevent the acid from, from forming in your stomach when you, when you eat, but they don't do anything once the acid is already there. Okay, so it's important to have something that will treat the acid when it's there, because that can actually mimic a heart attack. You might think oh, you're having a heart attack, but you're actually only having heartburn. Yeah, heartburn. So another way to to look at that is to quickly take Tums or something to to back that off to see what's going on.
0: Interesting. Is there do you, is there a um, is there a preference on the antacid versus the blocker? Like wh- which works better? Which, so, which, what should you lean towards? Yeah,
1: if you have recurring heartburn, you'd want to do a preventer. Okay. Like omeprazole, prilosec, prevacid, something like that. And then you want to take that 30 minutes before a meal so okay. that it has a chance to work. But, but if, if you still have heartburn, you can still add the other one. You can, can still
0: you. add the other one. There's no adverse effects to having no. them together. Well, eating at times is like just chewing chalk, so. it's correct.
1: <laughs> correct. And all it is is calcium. Really, Stratinous, all it is, yeah. is calcium. Yeah, so, uh, just binds in your stomach and stops that acid.
0: This this will tell you a little bit about how uh, I grew up and the home that I grew up in. But I kind of always thought tums were candy. <laughs> like I, they, you know, I they, taste, thought, they taste they taste. I would sneak them because I thought I was eating candy and I was sneaking candy. But I don't know. Well, as long as we're confessing, I used to do that with sucrrets. Oh,
1: you did. Okay, there you go. <laughs> well, they they make those tums in the roll, so it looks like lifesavers.
0: Well, that's what I thought, right? Yeah, so. I I really thought they were so.
1: But that's important though, because a lot of people think medicine is candy,
0: mm-hmm. especially yeah. children. Wow.
1: Yeah, and so we have to treat it as medicine. So yeah, I'm one of those it. that medicine should taste bad. Medicine you should swallow because <laughs> it, should it tastes taste like good, medicine. Right? Yes, absolutely, <laughs> and you should know when it tastes bad it's going to work better speaking yeah. of that you
0: know the biggest bummer i can think of in japan their medicine tastes like root beer can you imagine not being able to drink root beer because you think it's medicine well yeah. and and i we've had some japanese students uh, stay in our home before and they all hate root beer they yeah. they hate it they don't like it and i didn't know that's why but yeah. now that all makes sense we've <laughs> had some japanese students and they explained that this is what medicine, this tastes, is what like medicine tastes like in yeah. japan <laughs> okay well there you go interesting so so number 2 is something to help with and at with the acid acid blocker um, you know, some like a Tums or a Prilosec or something. If you have a reoccurring, that's number two in our medicine cabinet. Number three, yeah. what is it?
1: Number three, I would say a cough and cold symptom treater. Okay, and and this gets more complex. This might be three, four, and five because we have. Uh, if you have a stuffy nose, you need a decongestant. If you have a runny nose, you need an antihistamine. So those are two items there that should be in there. The antihistamine could also work in in an allergic reaction. So True. if yeah. you're having an allergy or or got into some I mean, everywhere around here seems to bloom year-round. Right. And so you get into the pollens, all of a sudden you're getting a runny nose. So those are dual-purpose medicines that I think are essential to have. But you have to be careful. If you get Tylenol cold, there's Tylenol in there, and then there's a decongestant, and then there's an antihistamine. So you don't want to double up on the decongestant because then it can increase your blood pressure. Yeah. So you have to be careful. I prefer single, separate medicines, not combinations. Okay. And then you always know what you're taking.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Uh, uh, several weeks ago, we did a show, uh, uh, not entirely on that topic, but we touched on that. Where a lot of times, unbeknownst to us, we're doubling up on stuff, and there can be some some harmful effects from from uh, you know that Mind that phenomenon of, yeah. of doubling up on things.
1: Yeah, some of the antihistamines people don't think about, but it could cause you to have a uh, a bloody nose, especially in this dry climate, because yeah. it's drying out your your membranes. Yeah, yeah. So it can be a big deal. So
0: something to help with uh, the cold symptoms that we all get, especially in the wintertime, this time of year. Yeah. Okay, number um,
1: four? Uh, four, five, six, whichever were one we're on. Those are antihistamines? Yeah, antihistamine decongestant. Okay. Where's those two? And then a cough suppressant. Okay. So the cough suppressant, there's a funny joke, the best cough suppressant is a good laxative. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that makes you not want that to cough, That makes you not right? want to cough, yes.
1: <laughs> however, however here's, the, here's the thing to remember about a cough is your cough receptors in your brain not in your throat. So a cough syrup is no better than a cough tablet. The medicine is what matters. It has to get to your stomach to get to your brain to treat the cough. Hmm. So the whole theory of letting the cough medicine coat your throat is is oh, junk. Does...
0: You are ruining my childhood. I know, now I believed I it.
1: <laughs> I know you need to you need to if you take it in a liquid, you need to drink it down with a big glass of water. Or you could take a tablet. And there are some tablets that are five times stronger than the Robitussin liquids over-the-counter. Really? and Interesting. So they actually so that's will new give to me you as better, well. Yeah, they'll give you a better cough suppressant without that gross I didn't realize
0: liquid. the cough was in your brain, not in your...
1: The cough it, receptor, or receptor, not the cough. So the
0: thing that's telling you <laughs> that you have to cough is up here, right. not down here, right. even though it feels like it originates here. So he's right. pointing to his head and his chest for all of you <laughs> viewers out there. This isn't television? <laughs> I thought we were on TV! <laughs> You're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and we are visiting with Brad Stapley, the owner of Stapley Pharmacy. We're we're talking about things that should be in our medicine cabinet. We've hit, uh, was it number four or number three? Five. I think we're at
1: six or six. so.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the five things that we should have. We're on number 11, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> What's the next thing we
1: should have? Uh, something for gastrointestinal, well, let's say uh, a laxative, okay. for better words. R- those- or a stopper? A way for a, stopper. Like a or stopper, a stopper, a okay. stopper, something, Maybe. something to help promote or to withhold a bowel movement. Okay, for lack of better words. Yeah. Um. There are vegetable ones that are good, and there are softeners that are good, but you should have something there just in case it's too painful and you need it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds. <laughs> There's not much fun. conversation to have on that, <laughs> is there? Let's move right along. Yeah. But that's so,
0: it, but that's important. I mean, if you've ever had a bowel block, it is painful. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. it's very painful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and as uh, I don't know if we can digress a little bit, but as as people get older, yeah, that seems to be a topic of conversation.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> part of the organ recital that they start to give. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, not to make light of anything, because I mean, obviously there are just conditions that we that we all deal with because we have a body, right? Right. So, uh, and we're all adults. We can talk and about we're, stuff. And we're all adults here. At least some of us.
1: Our adults here. Well,
0: Jeremy's kind of young, but the rest of (laughs) us are. All right, awesome. So those are things that we should all have in uh, in our uh, medicine cabinet. Now, I noticed that you didn't mention a whole bunch of prescriptions that uh, are prescribed to us. Is that something we should avoid, or is that That, case by case?
1: Yeah, that's a very good question. So we should have enough medicine to last us a week on our prescription medicines. Sometimes it's important to have a little bit more than that, especially if you're a diabetic patient or you have a severe heart condition or something else that's necessary. But if the doctor changes your medicine, we encourage you to get rid of your old medicine. Medicine laying around the house can be problematic and the kids could treat it like candy just like Yeah. just like you talked about.
0: Well, and that really is uh, a problem from every end of the spectrum from a little kid finding it and thinking it's candy all the way up through, you know, our teenagers who think it's a recreational way to and to pass the time, right? Yeah. So you're saying about a week's worth so yeah. that's, a, that's a lot of trips to the pharmacy. That's Well, well you should let yourself get below a week's worth, right? I mean, right. You, you might get a 90-day supply, but don't let right. yourself get below a week's worth. Oh, okay. So I misunderstood what yeah, you're Yeah, that's absolutely sorry. correct. I apologize. Yeah,
1: don't, don't ever get below a week.
0: Okay. So you should always have some on hand to make sure that you're covered in, a, in the case of an emergency or well, a, a trip that it. comes up or whatever. Pharmacies try yeah. to have everything in stock, but they don't always have everything in stock. So if you go to the pharmacy and, you, and you're on your last pill and it's a, it's a maintenance pill, That's an important and one. they don't have it, then you're in trouble.
1: You're absolutely right. And that happens all the time. It does. Yeah, whether whether we're out of the medicine or there's no refills left on your prescription, it's best to call in a week before so that you can have it when you need it as opposed to be nervous and mm-hmm. run all over town trying to find another pharmacy that has it. Yeah, that absolutely. makes a lot
0: of sense. That makes a lot of sense. So um, you, you talked about any time that your prescription has changed, then you need to get rid of the old yeah. stuff. Uh, I think most of us probably are not following that very well, right? We probably all have old pill bottles that have old stuff in it. Um, what is the best way to get rid of it? you just toss it in the garbage can? I, I've read stories about flushing it. I mean, what what's the best way to do that?
1: Sure, very, very good question. We, Stapley Pharmacy downtown, this is just specifically the downtown location, in conjunction with Intermountain Healthcare, and the Southwest Health Department. Yeah. We now have a med safe at the pharmacy so you can dispose of all your old meds. Okay. So the recommendation is to come into the pharmacy with all your medicines, all your bottles of medicines, and we'll give you a Ziploc bag. You dump them into the Ziploc bag. And then you put it into our med safe, and then those medicines get incinerated. So they oh. never hit our food or so, so water you, supply. So you don't recycle them. You we don't, don't recycle, recycle them, no. <laughs> no. No, and we don't. It never hits your water supply. It never hits anywhere. It goes away, and it gets uh, incinerated. It goes
0: up into the air, and, and then we breathe it.
1: Yeah. No, and, <laughs> no, 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 no. It gets incinerated, so it's oh, all It's, it's contained. All it's contained. It's yeah, all no, I'm just yeah. being
0: facetious here. Well, that is, that is uh, interesting, because I know that a lot of times the, case, the uh, advice or just the natural tendency would be to just dump it in the sink or dump it down the toilet. And it seems like it's a good way to go because then it's gone, right? It's not in the way and it's not available to accidentally take or whatever. But you mentioned something really important, and that is that it does end up in our water source. And, you know, I've read a, a few stories recently on that really becoming a problem in some areas uh, where, you know, we're – ingesting prescription medicine that is not for us because it's it's in the water supply. So I love the service that you're offering. I think that's important.
1: Yeah, thank you. And and we are pushing it heavily with all the uh, leftover opiates that are that are that people have. Somebody might have a loved one that passes away or yeah. somebody might have extras and their knee surgery is over and they don't need it anymore. That's what we really want to get away is so the opiates aren't laying around not necessarily for you or for your family, but maybe a friend is sneaking over and, and helping themselves. Maybe there's something else going on that we don't even want to know about. Mm-hmm. And we won't even ask you what you're putting in there. Yeah. We'll just give you this zip- Ziploc bag, you pour it in the Ziploc bag and, and dispose of it. We just want it gone. That's the most important thing.
0: That's great. Well and, there, and there's another aspect. They say that one of the reasons we're having trouble with with the uh, bacterias bacteria is because of the antibiotics. That because we are we have antibacterial soap, we're taking so many antibiotics that we're building super strains of bugs out there because we keep putting it back into the water system and, and yeah. not helping ourselves by doing that.
1: Yeah. I don't disagree with you at all on that. I also think that some people want antibiotics in their medicine cabinet, and I think that's a problem because mm-hmm. we have a cough and cold, which is viral. Which is a virus. And the the antibiotic does nothing. It makes I- us feel better. Yeah,
0: I feel like um, that message is just barely starting to become generally known. But for a long time... That was not a connection that any of us were making. And it seems like doctors weren't making it either. Like there was a time when my kids were little, you went into the doctor and no matter what, you went home with antibiotics. Right. And then when I was a kid, it was the same way. You just, you went to the doctor, you got an antibiotic, you went home. And, and uh, you know, like you said, when it's viral, the antibiotics are not curing that virus. They're, it's a totally different system and right. uh, unrelated and unconnected and not helpful and in some ways probably harmful.
1: Yeah. And then it hurts us down the road when we need it, when we actually need an antibiotic and it's the bacteria that isn't effective against the antibiotic. It's not our bodies. Right. So you might have one and I get that bacteria, no antibiotic might treat it. It's trouble. Yeah. The hospitals are experiencing it right and left right now. Mm -hmm.
0: Interesting stuff. I just read a book on a, uh, a fictional book on, on a pandemic and I'm like, it's kind of in the front of my mind right now with like, okay, we're just on the verge of extinction here. And, uh, we're kind of doing it to ourselves in some ways, so interesting stuff. Well, we have about a minute left. Uh, if you had any advice that you would share with people about their drugs or medicine cabinet or whatever we've talked about, what, what is it that you might share with somebody just to wrap us up here?
1: Uh, I think we need to go through our medicine cabinets regularly and dispose of everything that's, that's old. I think less is best. If we have too much, we get confused when we go to our own medicine cabinets. So less is best and go through it regularly. Throw it out, bring it to the pharmacy, and we'll destroy it for you.
0: Excellent advice. Excellent advice. Anything else?
1: Um, yeah, the last thing would be your pharmacist is your most accessible medical professional. So use your pharmacist. So
0: I, I appreciate that because um, I know a lot of times when I have had prescriptions, and I and thankfully I haven't had to have a lot of prescriptions in my life, but um, I, I like that, the, that the, uh, the doctor tells you what he tells you, but they're in such a hurry and, you know, you're kind of anxious to get out of the doctor's office or whatever. But I like when you go to the pharmacist and they can give you that, okay, let's remember, here's the way that you do it. This is what it, this is, what it is. This is the way it's supposed to work. And it's really, really helpful. And I think that we need to ask questions, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you can visit with your pharmacist. Yeah. Perfect. You have to.
0: Very good. Well, Brad, once again, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate the information that you've shared. Really important stuff. Very, oh, very helpful information. Very, very, important. And uh, we uh, we really appreciate having you here. So thanks for taking time. Thanks for having me. So, Jeff, it's uh, the first of the year still. We're still in January. As we're we're yes, almost done. We're almost yes. done with January, but we're still in January. A lot of people are setting their New Year's resolutions. Uh-huh. We would love to recommend people setting a New Year's resolution to compete In the Huntsman World Senior Games. I think I can hear people out there doing that right now. Uh, You know, a lot of people do. We hear that all the time from our athletes. We do. And um, I think it's a great way to go. Personally, I'm not biased at all, but I think it's a great way to go. I also hear people (laughs) say, how do you get into the Huntsman World Senior Games? But that's very easy. It's super easy. There's lots of information on our website. Uh, which is SeniorGames.net. One of the main things that people want to know is when are the games? Mm -hmm. And this year, in 2018, the games will run from October 8th through the 20th. So we've got a few months to get prepared, get trained, get ready to go. Team registration is now open, and we are just about to close a few of our team sports. So if you're a team manager, don't hesitate. Go to SeniorGames.net. Get your team reserved. uh, Get that spot reserved so you can be a part of the games. Remember that... March 1st is when athlete registration begins so put that on your calendar and plan to be a part of the Huntsman That's World right. Senior Games. And if you know if you need a specific dates for your events it's also on the website. All on the website once again at seniorgames.net and with 30 sports to choose from there's going to be something there for you. That's Don't forget true. to tune in next and every Thursday at 5:30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And Jeff, you can even find us in your Stitcher app as well. I know. You keep telling me that. I don't know what Stitcher is, but but I could find you there if I had it. I'll tell you sometime what it is. It's easy (laughs) to add us to your list of favorite podcasts. Just search for Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. Hit subscribe, and you'll never miss an episode. And today, our inspirational thought is from our famous motivational speaker, self-help guru... Uh, Stephen Covey, he says life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. That's right. Until next Thursday stay active. Bye everyone.